Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of Looking Through the Eyes podcast. I'm your host, Colton Ray, and today I have a special guest, my mother, Leanne Ray, who is here to help me bring up the past. Now, whenever I said an uncut, unedited, raw version podcast, this is exactly what I mean. So prior to this, my mother doesn't have any idea of what this subject is, what we'll be talking about, unlike you, the listener who has read the description and saw the topic. So I'm going to start this way here, and this is how this is going to work, right? So one thing that we have actually never sat down and talked, have we? Just talked, right? Exactly. So there's some things that are missing and bits and pieces that are missing. So I'm going to start off by asking you, because we never talked on this subject. Partially, I'm at fault for this because I, I just found it as an uncomfortable subject to talk about to begin with. And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing why should I be uncomfortable with something, right? Um, it's part of growing, it's part of life, is learning and talking. So I'm going to ask you, do you know my sexuality? No. No? It, exactly, because we never talked about it. I think it's something that we found uncomfortable, right? To talk about. So I'm going to let you know, you're actually the last one to know in the family. Um, Dustin knows, Dad knows, and... I'm just going to open up. I'm gay. Okay? Um, and this subject we're talking about today is, was I born this way or did I develop this way? And part of looking at it through my eyes and what I went through, we have to go back to the past. My upbringing. And that's the reason why I wanted you on. And to talk and make this my first podcast episode because it is a subject that like us it's uncomfortable at the time to talk about and it's that awkwardness that we feel so going back to my past here any like did you have any thought or doubt of my sexuality as I was growing up? No. Okay. And, and partially, I hit it very well. And not really hit it, it it's still that age-old question, was I born this way or developed this way? So, going back um, to, what was it? First grade, I was, second grade, I was in pretty, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to pretty. I still remember my first crush. Um, Miranda Peters. I have no problem saying that. She is every bit like her mother now as she is like as her mother was back then. Like amazing caregiver, like yeah, people thought that she like Vicky was like 
oh wow, she's mean, but she wasn't. She had a heart of gold, right? That, that was actually my first crush in like, I felt something towards. Now granted what, that was third grade or something that, that's going way back, kids being kids. So going through that, and then do you remember my, my next one that I actually had feelings of? Emily Locklear. She was the one that moved to Lufkin and that I couldn't call but only like every other day because it was Lufkin and back then you had like roaming, like um, out of area calling and y'all didn't want me to run up the phone bill. Yeah. Do you remember that? Barely. Do you remember how old I was during that? Because I cannot remember to save the life of me when that was. I don't know. Because I I only remember like calling her every <laughs> other day and talking. And like being given that time limit of, hey, you can only do 30 minutes. Like nothing over 30 minutes. We're not willing to do anything. So looking at that, it, it kind of had me questioning here in the past like couple of years of this subject and kind of self-evaluating everything and looking at everything. Going back to them, and like I said, I'm gonna touch on some subjects you don't even know about, um, which deals with my mental health, um, which we both know that's a subject of its own, and I will actually get into that. Um, but what was it? So, that was what, 10? With Emily, like, I think I was 10, 11, whenever that was happening, like, when that. So, going forward here and looking at everything, um, I wasn't a perfect child. I was a nightmare. I can I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. I was a nightmare. Like it was hard to control me. Right? Yeah. Okay. Like I I am man enough and in the point of my life that I can admit that fuck. I was a nightmare. So one of the things that you don't know about and like only a few certain people know about um, and which I refer to my inner circle only knows about um, partially because granted my upbringing was okay but it wasn't the best right we were put in a shit situation just basically straight out you were unhappy, and both of you were truly unhappy, but you did at the time what you had to do for your child. I see that now. I didn't see it as I was growing up. I just saw it as this was normal, like most people. So, 
do you actually know the true reason why I was acting out the way I did? Cool. So, one of the things is, and you, you can hold the questioning afterwards, but it goes with this subject, is, do you remember that shed out by the barn? Like, behind the house, you have the woods and that barn that's set out by the pasture, by the field, that used to be our playhouse. Okay. Do you remember that? Barely. Barely. It's been, what, 20 freaking, 25 plus year, actually 20 years, actually shorter than that, 15, because what, you got divorced and moved here whenever. I was 14, 15, something like that. But what made me act the way I did like that, and like I said, we'll get into mental health on another subject. We're only focusing on this one subject, born this way or developed this way. So one of the things that happened in my past that I did not feel comfortable with saying, but I was actually molested for a long period of time. And I think you will know the person that was doing it uh, very close to us, possibly lived at the other house on the property, or may have not. What happened is in the past. I, I've accepted it, I've dealt with it and everything else. But it goes on another side note for the next episode I do is with mental health, it is important to talk. Unlike what I did, I didn't talk any. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. Well, I thought it was normal. So that went on, right? And going forward into that and looking into that um, I just thought it was normal um, and I acted out because I didn't know what to do so fast forward to whenever you got um, the divorce I was in Colorado right yeah that was my first year in Colorado yeah First year in Colorado, because I remember you calling me saying, yeah. hey, we got a divorce. So during that time span of what it was about 10 to 14, I wasn't with anyone. I didn't have feelings for anyone, partially because of what was going on in my life and me not being happy about what was going on. That's why, like, whenever people ask me, hey, where are you from? And I, I will always say to this point, Denver. And the reason for that is really Denver was a new beginning for me. It kind of opened my eyes outside of the shit situation we were in. And Denver will always be my home. Like, it was a new beginning. I can't thank Christina, Brenda, Bruce, every one of them for being a part 
of my life during that time because at that time, what, that was after the DePaul incident or yeah. before? After. Um, after. So it was truly like the world was against me and I was going to this new place that I've never been before, taking new adventures. So kind of coming back, I, I was new. I started a new school here in Hamilton, right? Yeah. And started my own friendships and everything else. And what was it? Freshman or sophomore year, I met Julia White. Do you remember that? Yeah. You know, the funny thing is I still remember um, very vividly today is going to her house and getting pulled over because we were going to go to Gatesville. But I got pulled over in the white truck. Do you remember that? Like, I got pulled over right bef like right after Dalton's drilling rig. And her parents, Donald, like, Donald was yeah. the one that drove the truck right. back to Pottsville. That way I wouldn't get a ticket or anything. Like... They're still good people. Um, it was a shit situation how that ended. Um, very shit situation. Um, like, we were together for almost a year. Yeah. Give or take. Like, and, you know, I was happy. I was happy at the time. So, going forward... After Julia, um, I was seeing Jody. Do you remember Jody? I think that was one that didn't really stick around that long. Um, partially because um, whenever we were together, you didn't even know this. Like I said, this is the first time we've ever actually sat down and talked, right? Yeah. So, one of the things with her was whenever I was with her, she cheated on me with someone else and she got pregnant. Yeah. So, that happened and that was only like a four-month thing. And so, that was senior year of high school because me and Julia went into our sophomore year together and or no we went into our junior year together actually um and she was senior year Jody was so with that I do have a history of dating females um it wasn't until Jody that like I had feelings for her, but not those types of feelings, in which I didn't think much about it. So, going through school, like, yeah, I had my hits and misses, but it wasn't until after high school. After high school, you know, I, I moved to Thornton with yeah. Christina and Brenda. But I was hardly ever there. Um, let's be honest, I was always across the road with Vicky and yeah. Rachel because 
for one, it was they were around my age. We like it, it's nice to spend time in your twenties around people around your age, close to or give or take. Yeah. That was the first time that I actually ventured outside of women. And it was nerve-wracking. It was like constantly here because both me and you know this town is a conservative town. Like it's very closed-minded. It's not open. So like going back to Denver, it was a new journey for me, new beginning, but also like this town really stuck in me. Like you, you don't know how much this town stuck in me, which goes along with my mental health. So going from that is one of the like, I was nervous. I didn't know what I wanted. So with that, that was my time to kind of see what I wanted. Um, it wasn't until like I was 24 whenever I fully knew that I was. So whenever I fully knew and I'm not sure if you remember this person or not, but I was constantly with this person. And I'll go ahead and drop down the name because almost everyone at work knew. But Ricardo, do you remember like, oh, me and Ricardo are going and doing this, we're going and doing that. We're, we're like, that went on for a year and a half, like, he even stayed with us one night, um, if you remember. And, like, that was a shit situation of its own. Like, I'm done with that. And, like, that hurt. Like, that hurt me in ways I never actually expressed. Um... Partially because, you know, I never talked about it and always felt kind of awkward having a conversation with you about it. And at that time, I don't think I was ready to talk about it. Um, so we, we looked here and ultimately what I'm looking at is the ultimate decision of was I born this way or did I develop this way? And why I say that is after giving the information here, I keep on, even though it's in my past and I've let it go, is it constantly comes back to me of what happened to me as a child that I never talked about, never got out. And it's like, did that shape me to like make that as my normal 
Or was it, hey, I've been this way and we have, like, we have a whole life to determine what we like and what we don't. And it's still a question today that many are looking at. And you hear it all over and all over saying, well, you were just born this way. But people like me, you can't just say that because you have something that was so traumatic that happened to you in your past that it's like, did that develop me into this? All I can say now is, yes, I'm gay and yeah, I, I do what makes me feel like I'm at home. Like, what what's in my heart that I know is right. Now, I'm going to say, um, yeah, a lot of people in our family group will probably, like, be against this, against me. I'm probably going to lose people. But I'm at the point in my life where... I don't care. I want to continue this journey of feeling at home and being who I am and not care what others think about who I am. Like, I'm ready to settle down and begin the next chapter of my life and finding what is in store for me next and I really can't do that if this conversation never happens of how my mind works looking through my eyes and so many others of do you question it or not? And I think the best decision I made is don't question it. Just do what makes you feel at home. So, ladies and gentlemen, that actually concludes today's podcast. I know it's kind of short. I, I'm an ADHD, so my thought process of this is do you really expect this to be an hour or not and trying to keep your attention span. Yeah, it's hard to keep an, an attention span here. But I want to thank all of you who have been supportive in my journey and helping me become who I am today. Um, a lot of you I've already shouted out on Facebook so you know who you are. And ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for the next episode.